Wellnesspreneurs, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? It's time to pull up a seat and align your third eye on the prize. Each week, we will have conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B. My name is Jessica Cross, and I am so excited to link arms with you and get started. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. I am really excited today to share this incredible chat I had with Jackie Counton. Jackie is a 500-hour yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, mom, wife, and a human, and a beautiful one at that. You're going to love her. She's also a photographer and is so generous with her tips and tricks in preparing for a photography session. So if you're interested at all about learning about this incredible human and her offerings and how she can help you feel so comfortable in your skin when you're doing a shoot for your business, take a listen. (laughs) Hey, Jackie, how are you? Oh my God, I'm so good. So excited to be here. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, Jessica. Just, yeah, excited to talk to you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, yes. Um, I thank you. Thank you for being open to this. I I know it can be a little unnerving. (laughs) Like, yes. um, (laughs) I know we were talking in previous conversations where it's like, ah, you just kind of get nervous and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, so we we'll yeah, it's like, what's my to... name? I don't even know. I know. <laughs> what is, what is yoga? Um, yes. like, <laughs> so, so we're just in it together. Um, but thank, thank you for being open to this. And I know everyone's going to love your story and resonate so much with everything that you have to say. Well, thank so you. With that, yeah. Um, so why don't we start at the top? So let's start at the beginning. Like, Tell me a little bit about you and, you know, like how this brings you into your yoga journey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such a good question. Um, Yeah. It's hard to know where to begin. Um, It's, you know, just to sum up my journey in a few words, because I feel like I've kind of been all over the place. Um, But I feel like in the last five to 10 years, I've really um, found myself. And yoga has been such a big part of that. And I have, oh my gosh, just met the most incredible people because of yoga. It's like, you know, when you meet people who are like-minded in such an important way, um, it's just incredible how, what a community can do for you. I, I just am constantly inspired um, by people like you and so many mutual friends that we have and other yogis. Um, It's just such a great place to be where people are uplifting each other. Um, And I'm going on a tangent about yoga already, but so obviously (laughs) that's a big part of my journey. Um, And so many of the people from the yoga community have, um, have just given me a platform and this space to learn and grow and go on my journey. Um, like I am a mom now, um, I have an almost two-year-old. Um, so that's played a big, (laughs) it's a big part of my journey. It's uh, a lot of changes. Um, and oh man, I have a, um, I was a server and a bartender for most of my younger years. And I was really active and busy and then graduated college and then went into my first desk job. And that's where I wasn't forced to be active 
for my career. And that's when things kind of started slowing down for me. And I realized that I had been kind of repressing a lot of stuff that I've been through in my life. And I thought, you know, I always thought that was the healthy thing to do. And because I was forced into that slow moving pace and um, stillness, yeah, I was faced with a lot of stuff. And that's kind of what brought me to yoga. And yeah, it's been quite a journey since. Yeah, uh, I can I can so relate to to what you had to say about when you slow down. That's when the stuff is presented in all its glory. Oh, <laughs> uh, all its glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think many of us can relate. I'm sure people that are listening to can can relate to, to that too. So you're you're at your desk job. You're like. Uh, hi, I need some tools for, for this stuff. And, and you, you found, you found yoga. Did, did you stop, step into a studio or did you find a, a private instructor or how did all that go for you? Oh yeah. So um, I, because I wasn't active anymore, forced to be active. Um, I started feeling a lot of pain in my body, a lot of tension um, tightness and just didn't feel good. And I'd been active my whole life up until that point. And, um, I never really liked with lifting weights. I'm not a runner. Um, you know, I'm not a big like workout person. And one of my friends brought me to a yoga class and I loved the kind of slower pace and that you had to be so focused on tiny parts of your body and you had to be really present. And that was something that I wasn't, I wasn't spending any time being present. And, uh, yeah, I, I started, I fell in love with the physical aspect of yoga first. I just got hungry and felt so good when I was pouring sweat at the end of class and moved my body. Um, and then I got really addicted to it when, um, I started noticing the mental and emotional benefits of yoga. And it actually brought up, um, you know, past traumas. I realized that I had, I'd had anxiety my whole life, depression. Um, so it's kind of like I had to dig through a lot of crap, um, with the yoga process, but I just, it was so powerful and healing going through this thing that was supposed to just be to something to move my body, something to stretch my body and get it stronger. And it turned into just totally changing my life, transforming my life. I wouldn't be where I am today without it. And I, I wouldn't, I, I'm pretty positive. I wouldn't be nearly as happy as I am today. Oh, so I'm yes. very thankful for yoga. <laughs> yeah, yes, I feel that so much. Oh my gosh. Uh, so you're reaping the benefits of, of the practice and, you know, in all its forms, the physical, the mental, the emotional. Yes. And, you know, like feeling, feeling filled up in that way. And I would love to know what brought you to teach. What kind mm. of brought you to, brought you to that doorway? Yeah. Um, awesome. I, was actually only a yogi yogi. Um, I practiced yoga for a year, maybe two years. So I was still really fresh. I didn't really know alignment that well, but what I did know is that it made me feel so good. So good in my own skin. 
um, which at the time was really rare for me. And I just wanted to, I was like, I want everyone to experience this. I want everyone to feel good in their bodies and um, just work through stuff that is, is like really weighing on them that they might not even know about. Um, so I was just like, you know what, even though I'm not a pro at this, I want to do my part. And so I just like dove in and signed up for my 200 hour training. I just went for it. And I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, well, I don't know. The listeners probably can't see, but you're just radiating as you're talking about it. Like that experience was, it was, I'm so glad you leaned into it. Cause it's, it was clearly mm-hmm. like what was meant for you. Totally. So yeah. And it was so scary. I definitely questioned it um, because of the price, you know, it's not cheap um, as it shouldn't be. I mean, you're learning a lot of really important information, but it is scary diving into something, especially that you don't know that much about. But it was, yeah, that passion for, I want to help other people that like really drove me to it. So yeah. anybody out there that's like, if you even have that spark to teach yoga, like I go for it. It's, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I second that. I absolutely mm-hmm. second that for sure. It's life-changing <laughs> and in a lot of ways. So you, you, you graduated a few years ago, you've been teaching and now you have your 500 hour and you're teaching and teacher trainings now. So how is that all going? How, how is it affecting your life and how, how has it been impacting other people's lives with this practice? Oh my gosh. As soon as you said impacting other people's lives, like my eyes started watering and I'm going to cry on this podcast because like, Oh, I did not expect to cry on this one. Um, but it's just so powerful. Um, it, it, it's like this in life is to, oh, wow. Yep. Here, <laughs> let it flow. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to make the world a better place. And the world is a better place when people are happy and connected to others and connected to themselves. And, um, yeah, it just is so fulfilling. Um, and I, I actually, before the pandemic was considering going um, full time because I did, I, I've had a desk job since I started teaching yoga. Um, and I was just, it's really hard to balance a job and yoga because as fulfilling as it is, it still takes a lot of energy to hold space for other people and to be around that much energy. And I um, was kind of burning myself out teaching 15, 20 classes a week on top of a full-time job, on top of being very pregnant for a while there. And um, yeah, it, it kind of taught me where to put my energy Um, and it's really hard taking things off your plate when you want everything that's on your plate on it. It's really sad taking stuff off. So that alone has been quite a journey. Yeah. I, I, well, first of all, 15, 20 classes, like made my stomach hurt a little bit. Um, Oh, bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I, I, but I think it's so relatable because 
were fresh out of training or, you know, a couple years out and you're like this, I'm loving this. I just, you know, want to feel this way all the time. I want to make those connections that I'm making in my community on a daily basis and that to be my life's work. And it's, it's so commendable that you not only taught 15 to 20 classes, but you're also working full-time while being pregnant. It like, it, like, it's great. It's, it's insane. Like when I, you just say it, cause it's like, um, it, it's amazing and, and exhausting, as you said, to, to have so yeah. many wonderful things on your plate that, that fill you up and you have to make tough decisions. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure if this is true for you. I know it, it is, it definitely is for me when the pandemic hit, it was kind of a reckoning for my schedule. And, you know, it sounds like maybe it was a little bit for you too. Yeah. Um, in a way I am, um, you know, I'm definitely not grateful for the pandemic, but I'm grateful for the lessons that came with it. Um, Cause yeah, I, I mean, what you were saying, I think it's a very common thing in the yoga community is that we're all hustlers and we're driven by, um, this just love of helping others and being there for other people. And I realized that I was putting everyone else's needs in front of my own, um, which is kind of a, um, kind of a common thing for my life in general. And so the pandemic made me realize I need to take a step back and take care of myself. And, um, yeah, I really put things into perspective. Um, when they closed all the yoga studios, Um, I was actually uh, at one of the studios I used to teach at when we got an email that said there are no more classes for the rest of the rest of the day and for a while we'll keep you updated and I was with one of my friends who um, you know for me it's not my livelihood it's such a bonus I love it Um, and of course it's, it's great extra money too Um, but I was with one of my yoga teacher friends who this is her full time thing and she just broke down crying and was like how am I gonna survive she was barely making ends meet as a yoga teacher without the pandemic so the first thing that it gave me was wow the empathy I felt for other teachers who work their butts off for other people just broke my heart and um another thing that um that came up during the pandemic is, you know, when the studios closed, we all were scrambling, like, how do we keep teaching? How, how do we not go out of business? Um, and zoom classes and I Instagram live and YouTube live, you know, we tried all those things. Um, I think you probably did a few of those as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what a weird thing to go through, right? Yes, it is. Oh man, the technical issues, the, oh my gosh, the Zoom passwords. There's just so much that we're not used to. Yeah. <laughs> and then those, those Zoom call or those um, virtual classes were great that I could keep teaching. But then, you know, people started turning their cameras off. It was not as fulfilling as being in person. And I realized that teaching these classes was no longer serving me and it was really hard to let go. And I finally decided at one point pretty early on in the pandemic that 
I was going to take a break from teaching. So I went from all of these classes to not teaching anything. And it was one of the hardest things I had to do. And it broke my heart. And um, yeah, it was really sad. Um, but I'm glad I did it. So I took a long break and then started teaching just a virtual meditation class. And um, that alone was great because it forced me into something new that I hadn't, um, that I'd always wanted to do was teach only meditation. And yeah, so I got that opportunity and I, I love it. It's, it's been amazing. It's been like about a year now of that meditation class and um, yeah, I love it. Oh, you're the long story. answer. <laughs> no, it is so good, but it's so good. Like it's all necessary. It's not long at all. It's, it's all a part of the puzzle. Um, mm -hmm. I, wow. Um, when you were talking about sitting with your friend, your colleague, who mm -hmm. is a full-time teacher and you both receiving that message and how it landed well, heavy for you both, but in different ways, of course, like, yes. uh, that's, it's, it's so, um, it, it was for me too. And, and more so for, for your friend, it sounds like it, it was one of those times when you realize just how quickly it can all be gone. Everything so quickly. Yes. Without and any warning. It, without any, exactly. It's, it just, it can be gone in a poof. And um, like you said, it's, you know, I'm not grateful for, for the pandemic, but the lessons and the, uh, how close can I get to, to those lessons, um, you know, where you, you really can't fill your schedule with sitting in traffic for an hour each way going to class. Um, you, you can't fill it with the things that you normally would and you're in that space where you're like, okay, I have to see this right now. Yep, and 100%. That, yeah, like that, I think so many of us, uh, you know, whether we were teaching or in, you know, in other um, professions at that time, or, you know, whatever it is we we're doing, we we're like, okay, I got to sit and be with my stuff. <laughs> yes. And you are forced to it. There is no running from that stuff. <laughs> no, there's nowhere to run. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's so relatable. And, um, but on the other side is so much because we were forced to listen and take a good look at the, things that we were filling our time with and you know is that is that the right thing for, for us um and you know it's it's a it's a it's a quandary um and I think many of us had to do that so I just want to say thanks for for sharing you know with an open heart of your you know having to look at the thing that you love so much and you know having to just say you know what now's the time to take a break and that's very brave thank you commendable yeah yeah Thanks. absolutely yeah it really did make a lot of us look at what we value in life and then reprioritize those values because we didn't we a lot of us were in survival mode so you don't get it all when you're in survivor mode so yeah everyone who has made it through this pandemic is a hero <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so true. It's, it's, you know, I giggled, but it's like, it's not, it's, yeah. it's like so funny that it's true or, you know, it's like, we have been through so much and it's so much easy to set it to the side and, 
and discount it in a way as things are, you know, reopening and we're going to whatever normal is, quote unquote, again, um, with just, just the, the collective trauma, really, that we've all been through. And totally to remember, like, we've been through a lot, like, give yourself a little bit of a break. Like, you're doing awesome. We're still yes. here. <laughs> yes, that's so right. Yes, we need to give, give ourselves more credit than yes. we typically do. I, I totally agree. Well, I love that there's this, this small gift that was given to you during, during that crazy time of this meditation class that you were, you know, kind of had, you know, on, on, uh, in the future plan. And it, it was just kind of brought to you. So it's now it's a part of your every week. It's something you've been doing for a year, which I love. I bet that community is just growing and flourishing and something you look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, I wonder too. So you also have this other amazing thing that we haven't even talked about yet. I'm <laughs> always wondering like, how do you have time to do all this? Uh, you have this exhausted all the time. It's, I, I mean, I'm with you. I'm this, we're, we're the same. I get we're you. The same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have this amazing photography business too. How did you get into photography? Oh, uh, thank you for saying that it's amazing. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I was texting you and Julie at the same time the other night uh, about the photos and oh my gosh, y'all's, y'all's just sweet. Your kind words just made me remember that I, my photos are good enough because that's something that I struggle with as a, I'm not seasoned photographer. I'm, um, you know, I've been doing it a few years, I guess, um, but I, I never give myself the credit I deserve. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's nice to hear other people say that they like my work, but, um, yeah, how I got into it, uh, I've always loved taking photos. Just, I love the creative aspect behind it, how you can change a perspective, um, and just get a whole new view of the world. And I've, as I've grown, I've begun to appreciate the memories that come with the photos that you can look at. I just... I'm always so happy to look at old photos. I love the memories that they capture. And um, so I kind of toyed with it throughout my life and never, nothing really stuck. I just kind of did it here and there. Um, But when I was doing yoga, or actually I think it started when I was teaching. And I remember looking around at the room and just thinking, just being so moved by all of the students and just how beautiful they looked physically, but also just the energy in that room, like people like closing their eyes and being with themselves. Um, And just, I wanted to capture that beauty. And um, so I just started taking photos of other friends that are yogis. Actually first, I I didn't have that many yogi friends. So I just, I I forced some of my friends that don't do yoga to take yoga photos and uh, bless them for putting up with me. Um, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Um, But then as my uh, yoga community grew, I started taking photos of um, fellow yogis and um, was just so inspired by how different everyone's practice looked physically. Um, And I, I just was, I'm so inspired by the unique beauty that each person has. And, um, you know, my inspiration continued as I took more photos 
and I just really appreciate um, I really appreciate any photographers who make me feel comfortable because I've done a few I've had a few forced photography sessions where I am the subject and I, I love being on the other side of the camera more <laughs> and um, you know some of them I've had some great photographers and I've had some not so great and um, something that really stuck out for me is making feel, people feel comfortable in their own skin or not making them, but helping create a safe space. And um, I want people to have photos of themselves because it's so important to look back and remember those times um, and for people to really appreciate their beauty, um, no matter what their yoga poses look like. So yeah, and it's just like the coolest experience to be part of a photo shoot with somebody and seeing just, yeah, just all hints of them come up. So yeah, um, I, I, you know, I was taking photos for a friend and then um, I took some photos for um, managers at another yoga studio that I worked with and like realized like, oh, I can make money on this too. And um, the studio that I'm at now, Soul Strong, love, Shout out Soul Strong. <laughs> um, the owners gave me such a great opportunity to photograph new teachers and their current teachers. And um, yeah, now I have kind of this legit business and I'm just like, it doesn't even feel like work. It takes a long time to edit photos, but man, it's, it's just so rewarding. I love that so much. I, uh, so there's so many, there's so many pieces and parts that I love of your, your <laughs> photography business story and its genesis. And one or a couple of things that stick out is you didn't wait for permission for someone to say, Hey, Jackie, you should start a photography business. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Hey friend, who's not a yogi. Could you take some photos with me? And you just, you started, you, you just felt something that was true to you and what you wanted to bring into the world. And really part of it was the sheer magic that you wanted other people to witness the unique beauty of other humans. And you leaned into that and I love it. There is so Thank much you. to learn. Yes. And you're, you're, there's so much to learn from that experience. I think for our folks that are listening is if you feel that call, lean Do into it. it. Do it. Yes. Yeah. What? There's nothing to lose. Exactly. I, had, I kept telling myself, appreciate everything, expect nothing. Like just appreciate all of the joys that you get out of it and expect nothing in return. And I think that really helps keep me going. Cause it is hard. You, you want, when you're doing photos or doing any service for people, you want them to enjoy it. And sometimes it's really easy to base your own, um, maybe not worth, but um, how good you are at that service um, or product based on what other people say. Um, and that's a scary thing, really scary. Um, so just leaning in, but also knowing that you are good enough, no matter what the, no matter what the outcome is. That is amazing advice that is, that is such, such good advice for, you know, anyone who's listening and wanting to start a business, like just, you know, lean into it, 
just like you said, it's, that's so good. It is so, so good. Ah, <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm a, a, a personal recipient of your magic and I love, I love your work and I just want everybody to go and check you out. We'll share your links, of course, at the end. Um, but you're, you're a natural talent. Like it's, it's so good. And that I wouldn't have my Instagram profile pick if I didn't have the photo that you took of me. Ah! And if you look up, like you look back at all that and you just decided. So you, those little ripple effects that come out from you deciding it's incredible. Well, thank you. I, I mean, that means so much just in general, but coming from you too. And like when you first, when you just said that, that like, it's your profile picture. Can you imagine like several years ago when we hadn't even met in person? Like I would have never guessed that. And that is just, it gives me chill. It's just so cool. It is, that is such a good story too. Like, and I, yeah. you're right. I didn't even put that together until you, you just said that, but you know, for, for everybody who's listening, it's like Jackie and I are friends. We were friends online first. Like we, yes. we fought each other and I think we chatted it up in the DMS and then suddenly we were in the same studio. We're like, it's you. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> and it was the coolest thing ever. Yes. I'm so thankful for it. Me too. Me too. I, I, those are the best kind of stories and the best kind of friendships because you, you, yeah, it's so serendipitous that you just know that that was supposed to happen. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got chills again. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've laughed, we've cried, we've, we've gotten chills. Like this, <laughs> this is such a good episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So you talked a little bit about loving being behind the camera and you've been on the other side too. So you have some experience. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering for folks that are, are listening, if you have any tips for someone who's preparing for a photo shoot for their business. That's a really good question. Um, so, oh man, there's a lot of things that I could say for this, but um, I think one of the big things for me is being comfortable in an outfit. So, um, you know, I've had time, I'm like, I feel like this in this outfit, but then I get my photo taken. I'm like, oh God, what, that is very different than what looks like in the mirror. Um, so I think one of the things I would say is if you, um, one, plan ahead, pick an outfit out that you are comfortable in, and then if you really want to go that far to maybe take a couple photos of yourself in that outfit to be like, is this how, is this coming across how I wanted it to? Um, especially if you're doing yoga photos, um, you know, having a tighter shirt under a looser shirt in case you do any inversions or, um, or a sports bra or something. Um, and I'd also say if you're going to be in front of the camera, um, maybe just take some time to look in the mirror because it's, it's that alone can be a hard thing to do. Um, and just getting comfortable with being in your own skin and being yourself. Um, and if you want to bring props, like I know how I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so if you can find something to do with your hands, get a coffee cup, um, get yoga blocks, get, um, sit behind a desk depending on what your photo is going to be. But if you can find props, 
that makes me feel a lot more comfortable and I know has helped other people. Um, yeah, did that answer the question? It did, it did. And I'm, I'm giggling because I'm thinking of the photo shoots that I've done and I was like, God, I should have done that. <laughs> That's such a great idea. Things I've learned along the way. Yes, yes. And, and it doesn't have to be a, you know, a, you know, full eight hours of your day planning for your photo shoot. It's just, you know, 30 minutes of, you know, some intentional time of like, let's grab a couple of tops take a photo with my phone. Do I like this? Yes or no. And, you know, adjusting from there. And Absolutely. funny, yeah, funny story too, because I, when I was with you a couple of weeks ago shooting and I was like, I really like a lifestyle photo. And, you know, I didn't have any props for that. And you just handed me your coffee cup and you're like, move over here and you take the picture. And it's like the best <laughs> picture. It's so good. I love it. It turned out so good. <laughs> so I'm just like, like I need to bring a coffee cup every photo shoot, just in yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and if, you know, it could be an empty coffee cup too. For like, if you guys are shooting at, you know, at 7 p.m., like no one needs to know what's in that coffee right. cup, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, a purse. Uh, I don't know. You could be holding all sorts of things to just make you feel less stiff. And what do I do with my hands? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 funny the things that we do too, and we don't know what to do, and that yes. doesn't always translate super well on, on the camera. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really good tips. Thank you. Thanks. And yeah, of course. And um, you have such interesting experience like you know working a day job working in studios and owning your own photography business so I'm so curious to know if you have any insights or tips that if you knew back when you were starting would save mm. you some time maybe a few headaches a sleepless night or two that could help somebody who's listening and it can it can be from any any lens Oh, wow. Um, oh, there's probably so much that would have been really helpful to me. Um, I will say one thing that comes to mind immediately is um, really checking in with understanding your worth from the beginning, because that's something that I struggled with was, oh, I knew I don't, I, I need to not charge anyone. I need to build a portfolio before I charge anyone. Um, and then charging what you're worth. I can't tell you how many sleepless nights and frustrations I've had with myself for just giving my services away at such at a high cost and it actually costing me time energy, stress, um, probably other things. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, something that I would have done before is, um, check in with myself. What, what do I want to get out of this shoot or what do I want to get out of this service? Is it worth it to do it for free? Am I going to get out what I need? And then if the answer is no, figure out how much I need for it. Cause before I just kind of I was just giving things away and like, oh, you're a friend. So let's do, oh, I know you, discount. <laughs> um, so yeah, charge people. And if they don't wanna pay, then 
you're going to find somebody who will pay. I, I still struggle with this. Um, but yes, if, if you are spending your time and energy on something, whether it be something you love or not, you've got to charge people for it. Oof. Yes. Like I'm going to, if you could see me on camera, I'm throwing my hands up in the air. Cause that's like, <laughs> that's something I work with too. And I, I think it's something that we all do, you know, especially yes. as women, this we're caregivers. Yeah. <laughs> people pleasing tendencies. Like it's, it's so common and so relatable and so generous of you to, to share that because, um, you know, I think it's, it's a big practice for us all is, you know, understanding our worth and, especially when we feel like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't think I should charge that much. Like they can't afford it or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever the story is, there's a, there's there's a million a of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and just charging what, what you're worth and, and being okay with that. Yes. And it's okay to change your mind. That's, that's the other thing that popped up with me. Like you can, you change your prices. I mean, even if you've been seasoned, uh, actually, if you've been seasoned, like you definitely should change your prices, just slowly creep them up. Or if you realize nobody's doing it, like, will it be worth it for you to lower your prices? It, just not being fixed. Like it's be flexible. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much power in knowing that you can change your mind. Yes. <laughs> it's less scary. It's not it like nothing's permanent. Yeah. Yeah. You can try stuff in your business and see what sticks. And if it doesn't stick, it's okay. <laughs> yes. I think that's another, like, that's such a good piece of advice for when you're starting out. Cause I definitely was like, oh my gosh, if I set these prices, these are my forever prices. No, they could be your price for today and not tomorrow. Oh, yes. That's so good. That is, that is so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, really generous. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, I just, I feel that so much too in my business. I think it's something we're always working with. Especially when we're in this business of wanting to help others. It's hard to be like, pay me for helping you. But I mean, that's how therapists charge. Doctors charge for helping you. We got to we have bills to pay, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, just we've got to charge. Yeah, you, you're so right. You're so right. We have to. And you know, there's 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 so much power in having people pay for your service because they then value it enough to show up in a yes. full way. And it's an exchange. Know, the, the, it is. Yeah. 100%. I was thinking that when you were, uh, you know, talking about being able to charge your worth, I was thinking about this, um, you know, this quote, uh, I think, and I wish I could remember who said it. And if I can, I will, I will bring it. <laughs> I will say who it is, but it's like the, the yoga is free. The electricity is not. Eh. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely wish it were not the case but yeah I'd love to get out yoga for free that would be great but we're just that's just not the world that we're in it's not it's not unfortunately so and it takes a lot of time and energy to create our services and it's I think 
um, for any non-yogis, um, it's easy to see, oh, we're just here for an hour, however long the class is, but we put time in practicing, practicing, I don't know how to say it, but playing the singing bowls, um, creating playlists, creating a, um, a sequence, and there's just so much thing, so much stuff that goes into it, like so, so much of our heart and our energy that we put into our services and um, they just go unseen. So it's easy to not understand the value or some people not understand the value. Yeah, but it's, that's such a good point. And, and all the training that you took, oh, like thousands that, of dollars of training. Oh, yes, yes. And, and all the time that, that you invested in, in, you know, being able to deliver a safe, clear, exciting experience for people. It's, it doesn't just magically, you know, <laughs> arrive. Like there's so much in, so much into it, as you said, that's way beyond that one hour. So yes, yeah, totally. That's really good advice. So much unseen stuff that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's amazing advice. I know like I learned stuff too. And so just thank you for, for sharing that with us. And there's, I know people that listening, they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I struggle with that too. And it's, that's such good, such good advice. So thank you. Yay. You're so welcome. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to be, you know, people pleaser in me. I'm like, I'm, I'm helpful. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> same oh that's so funny so where can we find all the magical things that you're doing out in the world oh yes so right now that hopefully will change soon um but right now I do have an Instagram called love it all yoga and um as well as an, e an email love it all yoga at gmail.com and I have a very fresh website that can be found in my bio of my Instagram. So I am working actually on a name change. Um, and I have no idea what it's going to be yet. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you can't find that name, we'll have to, I'll have to add on, add a link or anything or something to it, but yeah, that's where you can find me right now. Um, and you can check out my work and book a session. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in the central Texas area, you have to book with Jackie. She is the queen of making you feel comfortable and holding space for you. Like if you're feeling awkward, like I feel like I'm awkward in front of the camera all the time. And it was just, it's just so easy to shoot with you. Like you just make, make it fun and lighthearted and just takes so much of the pressure off. So I highly recommend anybody who's nearby to definitely shoot with you. And then if you, if, and when you do change your business name, it's no problem because we'd be happy to share that link and yeah, point, point people over to you and all, all of your amazing stuff. So that's no problem. And speaking of being able to change your mind, you can also change your business name, right? Yes, <laughs> <So> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and something again that I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not, I, I'm stuck with this name forever, but no, you're not. Get a new domain, change some things. Done. It'll all be okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just, you're just showing it in the practice. Like that's how it works. So, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And one more thing I, I forgot to bring up, but is something I also love to do 
is um, you can book through that through my Instagram too, but um, yoga and mimosa events, bachelorette parties. I taught a yoga class before somebody got married. Um, it was, those are just such fun events for me. So um, if you know anyone, uh, I know a lot of people like to get married in Austin or Lake Travis or those areas. Um, I can bring mimosas, so. <laughs> and the amazing yoga too, yes. And all the yoga, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> that, that's perfect. And that's that's a that's a whole nother part of your business we didn't even get to, so we're gonna have to have you back. And you can talk yes. a little bit more about that. <laughs> I forgot about it, so. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your beautiful heart and everything that you bring into this world. And you're just so genuine and kind and sweet. And I knew when I was hitting you up in the DMs at one point several years ago that we were going to be friends and here we are. So I just want to say thanks. Thank you. Um, all your kind words. I appreciate being here. I appreciate being in your life. And yeah, I, I will never forget um, when we first connected on Instagram, I was like, I love her already. And when I met you in person, I just, like, she's even better in person. So thank you for being you and for having such a beautiful podcast and it was just a beautiful presence in life. You're, you're amazing. Speaking of crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you need some tears. I shed some. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> Well, I'll see you soon. And, and I'm so excited to share this episode with everybody. Thanks again. Can't wait. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Third Eye on the Prize. Got an idea or something to share with Jessica? DM her on Instagram at, at jessicacross.co and let her know what's on your mind. We're so grateful for your support, especially as a small woman-led business. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Thank you.